106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us again. Josh Goff, Legacy Automotive, Regionline Auto Brokers up in Boulder with me today. Uh, actually, I think Kurt Rogers might be dropping by today at some point. So, Charlie, if you uh, see him, you'll you'll know. I forgot to tell you that. We've got a special guest <clears throat> Excuse me, joining us at 11 o'clock today as well. And I had mentioned this, oh, I want to say... A week or two ago, and we finally have got it uh, dialed in. Uh, Adam is going to be joining us. He is from Secure Fob, and that was the key fob protection device I had talked about a couple of weeks ago. So we'll be interviewing Adam at 11 o'clock and kind of get an idea of how that works. We'll have a discount code also uh, that he'll share with everybody that we'll be able to use at that time. That'll give you a 10% discount and some things along those lines. So we'll get into more of that here in about an hour. Uh, but in the End of, at the end of the day, um, let's just say that it will work out uh, solid for a lot of you where that's an issue. And Josh and I were just, uh, it was interesting, we were just looking at and talking about a, not going to give you the name, but a particular device that is in a lot of cases probably what some folks are using to even do the things that, that this other device will protect when it comes to your fob, right, Yeah, Josh? that's what they're using out there. So it's... So it, you almost wonder how long will some of these other devices stay around. But it, it, here's, the re, here's the reality, folks. Thieves will always have the ability to get the items that they need to do nefarious things no matter what the marketplace does or doesn't do. It's sort of like, I'm sorry to say, but there's a lot of folks out there that love gun control, and here's the reality. If you want to buy a gun, you can always go find one. No matter how legislative they get, how regulated they get, you'll always still be able to go buy one. I mean, it's no different than trying to buy, you know, switchblade, nunchucks, other things that they've tried to regulate over the years. The reality is you're still going to be able to buy one. So if, point being, protect yourself the best way you can. And we're getting into 11 o'clock hour. We'll talk about how that particular device works and how it does end up protecting you. And yes, it does. And at the same time, we'll most likely double if not triple the life of the battery in your key fob especially if you have a vehicle where you don't drive it on a routine basis because what it's going to do is shut off the battery in the key fob where it's no longer activated therefore since it's not activated there's no power drain that battery is going to last at least twice as long as it would be otherwise so again for some of you not a huge issue and i realize the batteries don't cost a lot but the security part of this is the biggest thing that for a lot of people you need to be looking at and that would be nice. And it seems like all my fobs that sit around, the backup fobs for the cars, are always dead. the one dead. The one you use all the time is not because it's always looking for that car. Correct. So point being, that's that's one of those things where we'll talk about that at 11 o'clock and, and tell you guys about that uh, that device and how that works and so on. So I'll have him explain that. But uh, it works very, very well, and we'll get into that at 11. 
Uh, question of the day, and kind of in honor of F1 in Vegas, which we may talk about a little bit today, which honestly has been an utter disaster as far as I'm concerned, whoever planned all of that out and thought through that. And I get it, it's the first year out, and there's always some trial and error, but holy cow, did they not really think through that the way they should have. But in honor of that, question of the day, favorite racing movies. It doesn't have to be car. It can be horse or anything, by the way. I don't care. Whatever your face, favorite racing movie is, that's our question of the day, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. And uh, on F1, have and because I, I honestly, Josh, I have not spent a lot of time the last few days following things. I've got bits and pieces of news and so on. I saw the, the little, you know, it wasn't really a manhole cover. It was more like a water cover that came up underneath the Ferrari right. and shut the track down. I've seen some of that. I knew a lot of people were upset over some of those things they shut the track down a lot of people were waiting and waiting and waiting they finally ran people out at 2 a.m that's when the race was actually supposed to start i mean there's a lot of upset people in vegas right now let's just say that yeah they were upset when we were there two weeks ago uh-huh it's sema <laughs> definitely so were it it's a mess right now um again i don't think that whole um and I don't know how many people are involved in the planning. I'm guessing quite a few. But whoever the ultimate decision maker was on some of the things that have happened in Vegas, let me just say that and Charlie and I have been following even some of the revenue sides with hotels and what they've done there and so on. It has not gone at all the way that they had planned. And I'm guessing there will be some major changes uh, in next year's race. That's a 10-year deal they've got with the city of Las Vegas. So, uh, despite some of the rumors you may have seen on the internet and so on, uh, it's not going anywhere. It'll be back next year. It's a ten-year deal, and unless something you know, Josh Major would happen monetarily speaking, I don't see that thing changing. No, but I think this year's you know the inaugural year, the teething year. Correct. So you know they'll have the track built and be able to take it apart and put it back together without all of the problems we ran into in Vegas. Correct. And, you know, maybe next year they move it closer to SEMA because they already have all those gearheads in town. I don't know why they didn't do it on exactly that ending weekend. You know, SEMA ended two weeks ago. It was a beautiful weekend. It was much warmer than it is right now. You know, why they didn't correlate that where you've already got a lot of, to your point, Josh, gearheads and folks like you and I in town already. I have no idea why you wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I couldn't figure that one out. Uh, Question of the day. Somebody just sent this in. Thank you, by the way, for the text line. I should have mentioned this. 307-200-8222. Somebody just texted in The Art of Racing in the Rain. So there's our first movie for the question of the day. And uh, on top of that, you can call in directly. I should have mentioned it earlier. Lines are open. 303-477-5600. 303-477-5600. Something that I myself, I'm going to try to be as open-minded with this as I can be. Although I have some really hardcore feelings on these things, and I'll explain, but I wanted to get some of your thoughts on it. So in the KDVR.com, so Fox 31, there's an article about late-night rallies disrupt neighbors in Denver. So neighbors living close to Denver shopping centers with big-box store parking lots are used to hearing the revving of engines, loud pops, racing. Uh, they call them race car rallies. Um, and typically... Uh, they start on the weekends and literally run from about midnight to 3 a.m. Now, I will just tell you as a car guy, while I like the fact that there's people involved in the industry and there's kind of some renewed enthusiasm, even with some of our young people in the industry, which I am all for, I will just tell you straight up right now, I am not 
a fan of these things at all. And I'm sorry, I just don't see this putting a, a good light upon us as an industry. I think it's a black eye. I think it gives a lot of folks that would, might otherwise enjoy that end of things sort of maybe turn away from it because it's a big turnoff. And it's sort of like rolling coal. Yeah, exactly. Okay? As much as I love performance, I love – and I'm that guy. I'm Josh knows. I'm a performance-oriented guy. I have been in the industry my entire life. I've got hot rods, fast cars, slow cars, you name it. I mean, I, I own them even. And, and I love that part of it. But I look at some of the things that go on with, you know, between rolling coal and these rallies or even the street racing where they'll block off, you know, I-225 or I-70 or I-25 and do a full bore race. I am not for any of that nonsense. And that's utterly what I call it because at the end of the day, you are not, I'll repeat this, you are not helping the industry by putting those events on. Am I right or wrong, Josh? You're, you're right. I mean, look what Rolling Coal's done. It's We've sh- got all these after-treatments on the trucks now, which are... Yep. Which are causing uh, which, lots which of problems, causing by lots the way. Causing trouble with, yeah, with the trucks. And now, you know, the EPA is coming after any diesel modification there is. And that, to me, all rolls back to the whole Rolling Coal. Because everybody could see that. It was an annoyance. So they were all like, let's legislate this out. Yep. And that's what's going to happen with... Yep. With the same thing with these rallies. Yep. They're going to find ways to legislate this out. And it's not going to end well for those that are in the industry. So, yes, I am very much against these things. Russ and Cheyenne, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Good. I just figured I'd uh, throw my two cents in on the whole thing. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, yeah, I'm disappointed in Vegas, but I'm also disappointed in F1. You want to tell me they don't have a lead team that comes into a city and helps these people figure it out? I thank you, yeah, Russ. Exactly. You know, I, I can't disagree like with you. Welding down all your valve covers and your manhole covers. I mean, I, I don't understand why basic safety things. I mean, we used to hold a, a race here in town, um, and they would go in and stitch down the the covers. Mm-hmm. In, in this and, case, it wasn't even, a, as you know, wasn't even a, they say manhole cover. And, and again, because the press are dumb as rocks, it wasn't a manhole cover. It was probably a water valve cover, you know, one that was about yeah, an 8 inch, 10 inch in diameter is what it ended up being. And to your point, yeah. Russ, those could have been, you know, just put a spot weld on each side where it can be easily ground off and removed later for, for whatever you need to do. And you, yeah, I mean, you ended up screwing up a million dollar plus car over something that, uh, you know, literally, and granted, those things aren't cheap either, but, you know, you screwed up a million-dollar car for something that probably was a few hundred bucks. Right. Yeah, and didn't just screw the car up, basically wipe the car out. Yeah, exactly. It's it's completely you know, done. I'm, and, uh, you know, on top of that, if it w- if you got, wouldn't have gotten lucky enough to get that thing stuck under that car, I just that thing would have gone into the crowd. Well, if, if truthfully, if I was that team, I'd be asking for some reimbursement from somebody. Oh, I would be too, yeah, absolutely. Because that's not their but fault. I, and the, the stupid thing is, is you know, when you guys have dignitaries and stuff that come through Denver, they'll go down and stitch down all the, the manhole covers and stuff. True. Just How hard to, is uh, this? Make sure that, yeah, it's it's basic operating procedure. You want to tell me they don't have dignitaries and stuff coming into that city all the time? Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. Well, and again, I as just, we, as you know, Josh and I were both there for SEMA several weeks ago and watched a lot of the things leading up to it, Russ. I mean, again, just to me, timing was off. Mm-hmm. They should have correlated it with SEMA. I think they would have had a lot better turnout for the race itself. They could have kept some of their prices high because guys were already in town. I mean, you've got literally 
the you know automotive people from I'm not joking, Russ, when it comes to SEMA from around the world already oh, yeah, there yeah. for SEMA. Why are you not running that race at you know literally within you know a weekend apart, either on the front side or the back side? Do it however you want to do it. Doesn't make any difference at the end of the day because that's a whole separate thing than what they're doing with the convention center and SEMA and all of that. Anyway, you literally could have run it the week prior. Or the week after. I actually would have ran it the week prior because there's a lot of folks coming to town setting up inside a SEMA, but you could have easily ran that race the week prior. I would have correlated it that way had it been me. And then you have SEMA Industry Week the entire week after. As far as the city goes, if I was in if I'd have been the mayor of Las Vegas, I wouldn't have allowed it to be done any other way than that. Just tells you there's not any car people there running the city. Well, yeah. And the other thing too is now I know SEMA this year was kinda lackluster i think it was down some there's there's a lot of other folks i think that might disagree with me but i think josh would chime in with me they're just what it just seemed to me like the last year was huge coming off of covid first big event that we'd had since covid and yes last year was huge and was that hard to duplicate yes it was but i think you know sema like any other trade group ross or russ they kind of you know they kind of do the ups and downs. I don't want to say it's at every other year because I've been going since like 1987 and I've seen a lot happen in all those years. But yeah, there's there's always going to be an occasional off year and I just feel like this one was one of those. Well, and it's, I mean, the people just don't have the money. I mean, that's part of it as well. And again, and when you look at, you know, a lot of the folks that have to travel out and do things and they've got their store and, you know, they're all watching their pennies given where the economy's at and so on. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the other factor of it. In fact, even even uh, representatives at, you know, people at the, you know, vendors at the trade show itself. They're just, I mean, I think Toyota, unless I, unless I miss something, Josh, Toyota was the only major manufacturer there. They were the only one. That was it. Yeah. There wasn't, you know, Ram yeah. wasn't there, Dodge wasn't there, Jeep wasn't there, Ford wasn't there, GM wasn't there, Honda, which has usually got a presence, wasn't there, Volkswagen, which has a presence, typically wasn't there. I mean, Russ, Toyota was it. Ford was there yeah. with accessories. That's it. Yeah, right. I forgot about they, that. They did You're have correct. the Ford branded accessories, but it wasn't. I forgot about that. They weren't showing any vehicles no. or, or like Toyota. Way, did. way, way back from what they, I mean. Normally, they had the space Toyota now has, and Ford will never get that back as long as Toyota wants it. By the way, because there's a hierarchy there at <laughs> SEMA, and it was really <laughs> dumb, I think, for you know Russ for Ford to give that up. That had been their staple at yeah. that show for decades, and they gave it up. And where was Stellantis? I mean, last year they had a big, they showed the you know EV charger, and then they had a separate Jeep area, too. And then this year, neither one were there. In the well, past, that, they've showed yeah, everything from, it really quick, they've even showed the, you know, the, 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 what do they call that electric Jeep, the Meg? Magneto. Magneto, they've had that in years past for us. Again, none of that was shown this year. Yeah, well, I'll just say, that that's always been a pretty big show for Mopar. They've always... Yep. That's where they introduced the elephant and other things That's like that. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, GM used so, to do the same thing. But I also think that the hotels are screwed up. You know, who wants to go pay twenty five hundred bucks a night for a hotel? Well, and then, again, yeah. that was and that was keep in mind. F one created a lot of that, and as of yeah, prior to F one, I think Charlie and I were seeing there were rooms all the way down into the fifty dollar a night, and I'm not exaggerating. That's how much they had fallen, Russ. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're really down now. <laughs> I mean, just, again, they did I mean, not do that thing correct at all. Well, and the bad thing is they came in and they kicked the locals in the teeth. Yes. The mm-hmm. whole time. Yes, they and did. that's not a good way, to, good way to get a good promotion. Nope. You know, you get your locals all pissed off, and then everything after that's hard. You are correct. So You're correct. 
they're just gonna just gonna fight you the whole yep. way. So great commentary. All right. Appreciate you, Russ. Have a good one in Cheyenne. We'll be right back. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Equal credit lender. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial loves aircraft. And he knows that to land a plane, you need to follow a checklist. And just like landing a plane, a successful retirement means having a quality, time-tested checklist to avoid the myriad of potential pitfalls you could run into. He'll help you determine what you want your retirement to look like, be it traveling, going on cruises, donating, or volunteering, or anything else that you have in mind for a fulfilling retirement. And you can find comfort in knowing that Al has been at this for over three decades. He's seen nearly everything that can derail your plan. You know that his checklist is going to be realistic, flexible, and proven through years of experience, in addition to being customized for you. Contact Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Investment, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. 
Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, as well as Ridgeline Auto Brokers. We'll talk some used car stuff today as well. And, of course, Kurt Rogers joining us from Affordable Interest Mortgage. Kurt and I were together on Thursday, so it's a joy having you as always. Another beautiful day. I mean, it's just almost like when's this going to hit us? At some point, it (laughs) is. It's coming next week. It ain't always going to be like this. In fact, this week is going to be a little bit of a change of pace, so we may have a little weather coming in even tomorrow night and that. So, uh, yeah, it... uh, it isn't going to be like this forever. Enjoy it while it's Enjoy here. it while you have it. Yeah, as I was saying earlier on Fix It Radio, if you're going to do some Christmas lights or anything along those lines, uh, my recommendation would not be waiting until Thanksgiving Day, but get out this weekend and get some of those things done. So if you're going to do some decorating and things like that on the outside of the home, uh, I would go ahead and get that done now versus waiting uh, you know, a little bit later. I do it around Halloween, but I don't turn them on. I've got Weather's a better. good amount of mine up, not totally done. Yeah, I'm like you. I won't turn anything on until Wednesday night, probably. Yep. You know, day before Thanksgiving is when I'll start turning some things on, and that's just customary. Go that mm-hmm. route, and and uh, and we have. I, I have. You know, again because of what we do and all of that, I have far too many. But that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. Separate um, generator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like Clark Griswold when he turned up the. <laughs> Secondary power at the power plant, you know, kind of that deal. But, um, yeah, I got a lot going on, but it's it's a lot of fun. My kids enjoy it. The grandkids especially enjoy it. In fact, all of my neighbors enjoy it as well. So uh, they, they like what we do. So, we'll, yeah, we just we keep doing it. It's part of what we do as a business and all that, so it makes it really fun. So uh, Jeff in Western Montana, welcome back, sir. Hey, uh, just this morning I was reading a tech blog, nationally known uh, tech blog, and I came across something I'd never heard of before, and that's intelligent speed assistance on vehicles. Okay. And and this blogger said that those that system basically it's a uh, it's a speed governor for your car. It can act in a passive mode where they it will let you know when you're past the the posted speed limit. But they're looking to go to an active mode where somebody can actually. Uh, Either the vehicle itself or somebody external can limit your speed uh, so that you cannot speed. And uh, these are mandatory on existing, no, on new lines starting in 2022 in Europe, and it will be mandatory on new lines starting in 2024. And I hadn't heard you talk about this at all. And Are you aware of this? Mm -hmm, I I am, and it's been kind of played around with on some car in fact right now uh, most gm vehicles that have been produced the last don't quote me on this jeff but i want to say since probably 2018 or so have had what they call teen driving mode which is essentially doing the exact same thing you can go into your teen driving mode and say what the 
you know, top allowable speed is and so on and so forth, and even acceleration and the power band and the whole nine yards. So GM's already been working on that end of things on that level. I've not heard any scuttlebutt or conversation about them doing that as far as legislation goes in the U.S. as to what you would be, you know, maxed out or anything along those lines. Probably why I really haven't talked about it, because I haven't heard anything at all along those lines in the U.S. Uh, yeah, this art- I went out and looked. And I saw an article that said that the National uh, Traffic Safety Board um, is recommending adoption of this for uh, for safety reasons out there in terms of uh, – I'm not, you know, it's intentionally vague. It's typical government ease. You know, we want to implement this for safety reasons. Well, what does that mean? Does that, you know, earlier you were talking about smart thermostats and, and, you know, there's various varieties of those. The ones you buy yourself, you know, the utility can't control. But if you get one from a utility, they can control your, uh, your, the the, uh, operation of your heating and cooling system. And so, you know, I'm just wondering, is this, and I'm not, a conspiracy theorist by any means i'm just wondering is this big brother getting its nose under the under the tent so that it can come in and uh and actually start governing speeds in certain municipalities and districts of course and and by the way i think most josh would know more about this than than i would but i will tell you jeff that i think most Modern cars, especially a brand new one that you're rolling off right now, whether it's an EV or not, everybody's always picking on the EVs for this because they feel like the manufacturer has more control. Believe me, anything with telematics, mm-hmm. if they really want to get down to it and limit the speed of, so you're driving a 2020 GM vehicle that has OnStar on it, for example, Jeff, they already have the ability and can do it if it's th- if it's stolen. They can limit the whether you're even starting it, what the speed can be, and so on. It's already there, Jeff. It's just a matter of whether or not they you know, mandate this, legislatively speaking. But they have the power already, trust me. Oh, yeah, they do. It's there. It's there. That's that's the concern, is that I think that I, don't, I wasn't aware of it, and I try to keep up on things like this. So the fact Oh, yeah, telematics, they can pretty much do – I mean, it's – again, help me on this, Josh. They're – they're wanting it to go farther than it probably is now. Some of them give the car the ability to even do some of the software updates for the powertrain control that's there. Some of them would like to have more of that updated over the air, although I don't think they've got the signal stability where it needs to be so that, like Tesla, where they do an overnight update. I don't think the rest of the manufacturers quite have that dialed in to where they're willing to let the you know, ECM of the vehicle, the power, you know, power control modules for the vehicle be updated over the air so that you can change, you know, you know, drivability issues and things like that. I don't think any of them outside of Tesla really feel comfortable in doing that. Now, will that get better as time goes by? Absolutely. But, you know, I think the manufacturers eventually want to get to the point to where if your check engine light comes on, you're not going back to the dealer or Josh or anywhere. They'll just tell you, Here's what we know the problem is. Take it into XYZ dealer to get this problem resolved. That's coming, if not already there. And, and it's here with most of them. Ford, you know, Stellantis, your light comes on. They pretty much they make know. the appointment for you and tell you when to show up. Uh, OnStar, Jeff, does exactly the same thing because exactly. I've got several vehicles with OnStar, and you'll get a daily, if not weekly, update. I mean, I, I get an update through OnStar on if a tire is low, mm-hmm. Jeff. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, this is very for a whole host of reasons. Um, and I, it's similar in Colorado, not as much as out here because uh, of population, but 
well, we used to have that uh, uh, speed limit, daytime speed limit, was mm-hmm. reasonable and prudent. And when they took that away, they established speed limits for certain highways. If you're a state highway, a federal U.S. highway, um, county roads, different things. Um, but there's a lot of roads out here, that, especially in wintertime, but even in the summer if it's raining or, or maybe even just some curves that are completely unsafe at the posted limit. And you have to uh, slow down. But, but according to this article, the vehicle uh, active in the active mode, this intelligent speed assist, uh, will pretty much maintain a certain speed limit regardless of the road condition. So it's not just even Big Brother. It's if you're relying on this thing, um, yeah, they're not. They don't have all the bugs worked. That, that partly why Jeff, we don't see automated driving yet, and I think it's going to be quite some time before we do. A COVID slowed that down immensely. I think if it hadn't been for COVID, we see we would see more of that today. But that really, because of chip production and so on, slowed down a lot of things when it comes to self-driving. And there's still a lot of things for them to figure out, i.e., what's the weather conditions like? What's the road conditions like? How slippery is it? What kind of an adjustment do we need to make on speed? To your point, are we going through a sharp corner or a extended corner where we can keep our speeds up? Those are the things that, frankly, on the driving assistance end of it, they just don't quite have mastered yet, quite honestly. No. I mean, you know, distance between vehicles when it's raining or icy. I mean, my granddaughter... We're right at 32 degrees here in freezing fog, and my granddaughter stepped out onto our deck and slipped this yep, morning. Um, right. Well, and, and that even goes to you know the adaptive cruise side of it. If it's nice and clear and everything's great, it works fabulous. If you get a little bit of rain or snow or or anything that starts blocking the radar, LIDAR end of things, Jeff, yes, it can affect those things. And, again, they just haven't perfected all of that well enough yet. And, and again, that's partially why – personally not too concerned about it at the moment it, you know is is what you're talking about coming at some point in time well of course it is it's it's what it's what government wants i mean that's what we talk about on a daily basis here is you know government wants to control your life and there's a certain party that definitely wants to control your life and if they can do that in this manner they definitely will uh, again this is the things that we need to continue to fight back and this is where i always say elections have consequences Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to get, I agree wholeheartedly. I just wanted to kind of get this out there because I was unaware of it. I don't know how many of your listeners are unaware of it as well in terms of the uh, of how near it is and how how much the, uh, the government wants to implement it as soon as possible. So, and, and keep um, in mind, part of the direction bill where they're calling it a kill switch, it's not a kill switch. It's It hasn't even been fully developed, so we're, I always want to be careful, even on our side of the aisle, that we're calling things what it really is and we're being accurate. And I feel like there's so many talk show hosts even and folks in media that don't understand cars. They don't even understand what to call things. So we're all hyped up over something that, frankly, there's not even any real legislation on. It's legislation now for the manufacturers to figure out if you're impaired, how do we keep you from driving. And quite honestly, again, we go back to Jeff. If people would just stop driving drunk, we wouldn't be here. Uh, That's a whole other conversation probably. But because people still do that, now government is stepping in because they always know better than us, wink, wink. Uh, They're going to go ahead and control our lives in this manner. And so in turn, they're going to come up with a way where in a brand new car, if you buy it and you're impaired when you climb in, it will either not allow you to drive the car or if you're continuing to drink and drive and you get over the limit and or you're sleepy and or 
you have some sort of a medical condition, the vehicle will then uh, figure out a way to warn you, make you pull off the road, and so on. It's not a kill switch where you're driving down the road and immediately they figure that you're impaired and it just shuts things off. That would be far more dangerous than letting you continue to drive. So, no, none of that exists in its current form. Uh, but is some of those things coming? Well, that one actually, uh, Jeff, I just talked about, is mandated to come. Absolutely. Yeah, um, and we have a real problem here in this state with that. There was the one guy who just, I mean, you will routinely hear about folks getting their fourth or fifth DUI, and it becomes a, uh, uh, a felony at that point. And I'm thinking, well, how did they get to that point? Because I worked with a guy years ago who came up with Gates Law, and, uh, and it's basically everybody gets one, very few get two, and nobody gets three strikes. So, um, you know. I can understand being lenient if you make one mistake. But it's really tight in Colorado. We we are here even one mistake, and you're liable to you're liable to have we call them blow and goes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're liable to have a blow and go. You know, a DUI device installed on your you know interlock is the technical name. But here in Colorado, even even one offense, if you're over the limit enough with one offense, you're going to have an interlock. Yeah, um, but they just and to me the the legal. The legal way is better than the than the, the broad spectrum of vehicles. Yeah, I mean, the, the mandate that's now going to be pushed onto manufacturers means it's going to raise the price of every single car, and we're all going to be dealing with something because we didn't do it in the first place. Somebody else did. But, you know, we have TPMS because of what Firestone and Ford had going on. Exactly. Back in the yep. day with the exploders. Yep. So. And I still can't get, I still can't rent a trailer and haul it with my uh, sport track, even though it's got good tires and good suspension and rated for it and everything else. Because of that. All yep. and other, yep. other folks will still not rent to me. That's right, because of that. Mm-hmm. You're spot on. Yep. 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 Jeff, good all conversation. Right, well, no, appreciate it very much, as always. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of your day. Eric, hang tight. We'll come right back. Myself, Kurt Rogers, Affordable Interest Mortgage is with us, and Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline Auto Brokers in Boulder. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. How great is the free nationwide peace of mind warranty from your Napa Auto Care Center? 24-month, 24,000-mile protection. Great. Honored by more than 13,000 Napa Auto Care Centers nationwide? Great. Travel with confidence knowing that if you have a problem, help is just a toll-free call away. Oh, and did we mention that your Napa Auto Care Center's peace of mind warranty is free? Get this great warranty at your nearest Napa location. Napa If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with Extreme Auto Repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. 
In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com slash extreme today. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Eric is up next. Eric, go ahead. Hey, John. So regarding these collision avoidance systems, they've been more or less industry standard for Class 7, Class 8 vehicles for almost 20 years. 
Um, and they have wonderful flaws. Um, and the fact that the government wants to mandate them, I, it's surprising they haven't bothered to look at all of the flaws. Um, yeah, in the wintertime, they do ice up and they freeze up and stop working. And there are a lot of accidents that happen. Um, if they're tied into your braking system, um, I, we, we laugh about this the, our, on our semis. I laugh at mine because it's afraid of tunnels. Yeah. Interesting. It's a great trip going to Grand Junction about halfway through uh, either the Veterans Memorial there at Idaho Springs or uh, through Eisenhower Tunnel about halfway through. Well, and the other thing is, too, is so obviously it sees moving targets in front of you. I I say that pun intended. Right. Um, But it also sees stationary things. Um, Mine sees the reflective stripes on guardrails. Mm -hmm. You're on on a tight road. It sees construction cones sometimes um, and construction barrels and yeah it will see overhead reflective stuff like in tunnels um, it recently started to notice the overhead on i-70 here in town there's something that's triggering it we're not sure I'm not sure what yet and my truck's doing it one of the other trucks is doing it but the other six that hasn't started doing it yet um, but yeah about halfway through the veterans tunnel there at Idaho Springs it does it going through Eisenhower and going through Glenwood Canyon. It triggers it. And I get multiple pop-ups. One will say uh, following object too closely, and then it will say stationary object uh, ahead or approaching or something like that. Um, And if my cruise is on, it will cancel my cruise. Hmm. Um, The other thing is, too, is, um, and this is something when I talk about, you know, like restricting trucks, is I love it when my adaptive cruise gets scared or gets startled by something and slams on my brakes. Um, you can be cruising down the highway, cruise control's on, and somebody gets on the highway. You know, I get somebody come up beside me and cut over in front of me to get off the highway. And even though I know for a fact that they are not going to impact my speed in any way, shape, or form, my yep. adaptive cruise will panic. It will immediately shut off, immediately apply max engine brakes, immediately apply red and pop up on the screen, driver take over. Yep. Yep. And it's, yeah, it's it's not fun when it does it. And there's a lot of times where I think a lot of us have learned to, when you're in traffic like that, where you know that this is going to happen, you know, we'll kind of drive like with your foot hovering over the throttle. Over the you know over the gas right, pedal, right? Uh, just because you know right, you, you have right. to. Yeah, no. Um, like I said earlier, they just they have not you know perfected those to this point yet. There's still well, a it, lot of work like to do. The, the original Eaton Vorad systems uh, um, were notorious, especially and even still are uh, in some of the cases for the side monitors that if you get in really heavy rain or slush. Um, will trip it constantly and won't let you change lanes. Hmm. Uh, you know, the, the blind spot detection. They, in some cases, they will not let you change lanes. You have to slow down dramatically before it will, um, you know, release you, so to speak, to change lanes. Mm-hmm. Or with, with some of the large trucking companies, that blind spot monitoring is tied into their dash cams, 
and their safety reporting systems. So the guy's going down the highway, and it's in a heavy rainstorm, and he's maybe in the left lane because he's just passing somebody. Now he wants to get back over. Mm-hmm. But because of all the splash, it's triggering all of his safety systems. Right. And he'll still ch- and you change lanes, and it's reporting that you made an unsafe lane change. Right. Yep. Nope. They still you know, have so, a long way to go on that stuff, as I said earlier. And the other the other thing too, and it's more standardized even where you are, Eric, on the automotive side. There's not even a standard. Every manufacturer is doing it kind of their own way, so there's not even a standard there. Yeah. There's there's only I think two or three companies that make these um, systems right now. But yeah, I saw that article the other day about them wanting to standardize this or you know require this on passenger vehicles. And I understand the, the lowest common denominator mm-hmm. logic of it, but they, they need to work out a lot more of the bugs. Because they this do. Is gonna be the thing is, you know, in some cases in the trucking world, you know, if you're an owner-operator or if you can get away with it, there are de- defeats to it. Um, right. I mean, we've figured out a way to defeat it. Right. The only problem is, is in some cases, in some states, if you get pulled in for an inspection and they see that you're defeating the system, right. they'll fight you for it. Right. Yep. Good point. Um, you know, Eric, or, the, on that note, or, I got to run, no. man. Got to got a break. Okay. So I'll be back in a moment. I want to talk to Kurt as soon as we come back as well. So guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. You're here. We're here. Isn't it about time we met? Our Napa Auto Care Center would like to introduce you to our top quality vehicle maintenance and repairs, nationwide warranty, and service you can trust. And yes, there's something in it for you. Stop by our Napa Auto Care Center for your special welcome kit. It has the information you need to get to know us, plus welcome specials to save you money from the very start. Visit NapaOnline.com. Napa You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. 
That's Novus Autoglass. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right. Thanks for calling. I do appreciate it very much. Uh, Again, question of the day. Favorite racing movies, car or otherwise? Somebody said Dreamer with Kurt Russell. Uh, and cars by, of course, Pixar. Kurt, you had said, uh, "Gone in sixty gone seconds." Gone in sixty seconds. Good one as well. So I got to, I got to keep typing all these uh, in. So that's our question of the day. Call in three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Text line as well three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. So Kurt, when it comes to uh, mortgages and all that, and I know some people are like, "Well, you know, this is a car show." Why are you guys talking about mortgages? Well, because your mortgage and what you're spending there has a big factor in everything else you do in life, including your car. Cars and mortgages are the two biggies, yes. <laughs> so where, where do you see things headed? Uh, well, currently, uh, rates had pretty well capped out about a week ago now. Okay. They've been coming down pretty consistently ever since, the, and we talked about this on Thursday, the right. CPI came out showing that inflation is down to 4% and moving even farther south. So the mortgage bond market got stronger, rates went down, and they okay. continue to go down. They, matter of fact, they went down again this morning, according to the reports that we get. Okay. So if you, you think you've not been able to afford it or not look at doing a blended loan and get rid of some of your 21% credit card debt, right. with the rates the way they are now, it's just improved your scenario. And you could even have a car loan where maybe you had to go out on an emergency basis, buy a car. Maybe it's at a higher rate than you'd like it to be. Another example of where you could get with Kurt and figure out how to make some of those things work out better for you on a cash flow basis. Yeah, because when, you, when you're factoring in that kind of stuff, what you look, how much money am I saving? And if I'm paying off my house faster and saving money... Why would Why you not? not do it? Correct. Uh, some people get tied up in the interest rate, but you should be more concerned about the amount of interest you pay. You should be more worried the, about the cash flow, the, yeah, actually, uh, too, as far as yeah, that goes. More and, cash going out than needs to yeah, be. That's right. I always tell my clients on the business side, Josh knows this, cash is king. Yes. You, is. you don't have enough cash. I don't care what the rate is. It ain't going to make a hell of beans bit of difference because you still got to make everything work out cash flow-wise. And that is the number one thing I think at times, Kurt, people forget. Cash is king. We talked about that with a guy Thursday. 
we're able to. He's got 2.75 and thinks that he's in. But when he adds all of his other debt, he's at 9.8. We can get him back down around 6% and take nine years off his mortgage. Big difference. Big difference. That's huge. So, again, yeah, those of you listening, if you've got questions on that or you're a first-time buyer, uh, I did have a question that came in after we went off air on Thursday that I'll ask right now, Kirk, because he may or may not be listening. Has anything changed with the asset manager when it comes to doing you know, manufactured homes, land, things along those lines? Have they no. changed any of that? They don't do manufactured. Uh, they don't do modular uh, and they don't do just land. I have other lenders that will do just land. Okay, but the asset, the manager, asset manager is a regular home. It, it needs to be a townhome, conho, condo, single-family home, fourplex, any of those it will do. Even a second home they'll do second as well. Second home they'll also do. But not not manufactured, not a mobile home. No, they won't. Okay, so there's the answer as far as the asset manager goes, which, again, for a lot of you listening, if you're self-employed, uh, I will, Josh will agree with this as well. It is a... Huge factor on the self-employed <laughs> side of things. It's simple interest. Yes, the rates will vary, uh, and they're up now from where they were when we first started. But if you have one, you know what I mean. It's still an easy loan to work with, and it's still a a cash booster when it's all said and done. I don't know how else to say it. It, it. Because it's simple interest. You pay less interest, which means you own your home faster. There you go. Yeah. Every dollar you have works for you now That's instead exactly of sitting right. there doing nothing. That's exactly right. Yeah. So. Again, phone number 303-477-5600. Myself, Josh Goff, Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, Ridgeline Auto Brokers as well. Uh, Kurt Rogers, of course, Affordable Interest Mortgage is with us. And again, anything that you guys have as far as a, a call or a question, just let us know. we got lines open. I should have mentioned that earlier, 303-477-5600. can still squeeze one or two calls in here before the top of the hour. At 11 o'clock, I will have an individual, Adam, joining us from Secure Fob. He is the uh, rep or the, the individual that I talked to uh, at SEMA that has the ability to turn off the battery in your fob, therefore protecting your vehicle from that fob being picked up, stolen, copied, whatever the case may be. And, yes, there are thieves running around seeing if they can pick up those signals and grab your car out of the driveway. For some of you that can't park in the garage or even it is in the garage and the doors left open, I mean, there's all sorts of things that these thieves can do, and they are literally – literally in some cases roaming around your neighborhood trying to figure out how many of these they can pick up and if they are targeting certain cars especially which by the way they do and your car fits that particular description of what they need yes they have the ability to copy that fob and just hop into your vehicle with no key and some of these guys have the ability on even some of the non-push starts to once they're in the car and they've got that lock you know they've got that lock code going um, yeah, they're able to just hop in it and off they go. So, Joe and Longmont, you're next. Go ahead, Joe. Um, Crazy Mary and Dirty Larry. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, for a movie? It's a great one. I, it I haven't seen, by the way, I haven't seen that one in a long time, but that's a good movie. They used to run it with, uh, without commercials on, well, it was, used to be Speed Vision, and <laughs> they did it on Thanksgiving. Okay, good to know. And part of why I did this, Joe, is as you, as you know, a lot of folks are going to have some time to kill, you know, whether it be Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever the case may be, and not everybody's into football and all that. Some will watch football, some will get tired of that and want to watch a movie, whatever the case. So I thought I'd throw this out just for folks to remember. Hey, yeah, I could watch such and such. So there's a great example. Um, can I throw out another one? Sure. Um, there's uh, Days of Thunder. Good one. Bruce. 
And then there's there's also Le Mans with uh, Steve McQueen. Oh, good. I haven't I seen that seen one that forever one. either. Yeah, it's a good, it's a love story, but it's it's good. I've not. I you know what? Been I don't think I've seen it for quite some time. I haven't seen Days of Thunder for a long time either, though. So, you know, that was made in the early '90s. Yes, it's been a long time. I mean, I I've probably seen it half a dozen times, but it's been a while since I have. First tape I ever bought. Ah, oh, awesome! Well, tell us how old you are, Joe, when you say tape. <laughs> I know. I I'm old school. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Joe, appreciate it very much. Those are great uh, examples, and we will get a list of these. By the way, and give these to producer Anne, so we'll get a list of those. She'll put them up on the website a little later as well. So again, appreciate all of you calling in. Uh, we'll do this. We've got uh, top of the hour news. We've got to do here. We'll come back. We're going to again interview Adam from from. From Secure Fob, we'll have a discount code for you at that time as well. Let you know how you can actually order that also. So we'll do that. And then, of course, we'll take all the rest of your calls and all that through the next two hours as well. My, uh, myself, Josh Goff, Kurt, you're going to hang out or are you leaving? I have to you're go. You're going to go enjoy the day. Uh, no, my wife's not feeling well. I have oh, to go. Well, there, well, tell her, hope she feels better. Yes. All right. So, Kurt, thank you, by the way. Appreciate all you do for us. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.